Morning, friends. Patrick Check Blair here. Great to have you joining me this morning here for 10 Minutes of Morning Calm. And uh, yeah, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I I certainly did. It was was very nice. I just had a, yeah, had a lot of good things this weekend. And today what I want to look at is this idea that God cannot count. You know, that that so much of our life is based on sort of the, the quantitative thing side of things. And Jesus is much more about the qualitative side of things. And it's not to say, right, that quantitative numbers don't matter. They, they really do. They're incredibly important. But it's trying to keep everything in its place. And, and what do we count and what don't we count? And and this is also, I'm going to be doing this week a little bit differently. So we've been looking at Noah's Ark. We're going to park that aside for a week. And what I want to do is I want to move towards a service we have coming up this coming Sunday, which I hope all of you can attend. And the service is called Always With Wonder. It's the closure of our series called New. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun service. And part of that service is is we're looking at five questions that that Jesus asked, and they're different questions than what we might ask. They're certainly very different questions than I might ask. And it it was it was striking to me, you know, looking this up. Our spiritual lives are spiritual. I don't know. I hate to use the word maturity because it would make it sound like somebody who, who asks questions is mature, and that's not necessarily the case. But but our spiritual life does grow and open in in pretty amazing ways over our life. And and it's interesting looking in our in our heads, like how much of it just is is we'll go for a while with a certain perspective, and then then it starts to get questioned, and we start to see things in a different way. And and this particular set of five questions really got me thinking in a very different way. And and it's it's really we were talking about this in our sermon writing team. It's it's interesting to think as we go through questions over the next five days, the questions Jesus asked versus the questions we might ask. Very, very different, and and again, it's this this very counterintuitive way that that Jesus kinds of kind of holds things. It's revolutionary for today, and must just have been overwhelmingly revolutionary back then. So let's take a look at, at question number one here. Question number one, and this is this is from uh, from Matthew six verse forty six. For if you love those who love you, what reward? What reward have you? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? So here we see Jesus. Jesus has set up this image of like, we're to love everybody. We're to forgive everybody. We're to really work at loving everybody. Obviously, caveat, there are some people we can love, but we need to love them from a distance. We need to send our love to them because they're they're whatever. But Jesus is still saying love has to be the prevailing ethos. And, and it's interesting because he goes through a set of two questions. You're going to look at one today and one tomorrow where he says, look, you, you think love is just this little group. And the fact is you have to bump it out a little bit. You have to keep on bumping it out. Now, is that saying that just loving this little group is bad? Absolutely not. But we have to keep on bumping it out. And it's this idea of transcend and include, a big spiritual phrase there, which means we want it, we want to love, love, we want to have a core of people that we love, and we want to keep on expanding it out there. So, so why why is that significant, folks? Well, it's it's interesting with this that he says, you know, what what happens? You know, I'll read that again. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? And you can imagine people thinking, okay, if I just love only the people who love me, what reward do I get? And and you do get a certain reward. I mean, there are good things that happen out of that when we really love people who love us. That's that's a real positive thing. 
And he adds this line like, well, isn't that what the tax collectors do too? Now there's a little play in here that, that we miss. So, so this is from the gospel of Matthew. And Matthew was a tax collector or rumored to be a tax collector in my line of work. That's where a lot of people consider him to have been. So, so, so here's, here's Jesus going, here's this line in this in the Bible. I think it's kind of funny. And, and Matthew himself writing like, well, don't the tax collectors do that as well? And it's interesting. What did tax collectors do? Well, tax collectors, they were super corrupt at that time, but they were big into counting and, and big into having accounts. Like, like this is the deb, this is the, the red, this is the black side of things, debits and credits, all that stuff. You know, they were big into <laughs> Jesus is going, look, oh, don't tax collectors do that same stuff? Aren't they always measuring how much everyone owes and 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 who's in and who's out? You know, essentially, like they're, they're, Jesus is saying, well, don't accountants do that same thing? And and you can imagine people going like, oh yeah, yeah, I do that all the time. I I constantly get into accounting around love, like who loves me the most, who loves me the least, who do I who uh, you know what what how do the accounts balance? What's the score and and scorekeeping? Just, you know, folks, it doesn't work with love. I mean, we all know that scorekeeping does not work with love. And Jesus never asks scorekeeping questions. Like, just think about that. Never ask scorekeeping questions. We just, I mean, just sitting with that for a second. And 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 that's a that's an immense struggle for, for most of us. I know it's an immense struggle for me to really leave behind scorekeeping and just focus on being a loving presence. Now, again, when we leave behind scorekeeping, that doesn't mean that we leave behind all measurements of life. Like, I mean, that's important to, you know, have, that's how we make life, that's how we do our job. I mean, New Church Live won't exist unless we we actually measured some things. And within that, it's this movement away from a scorekeeping ethos. And just saying, do I think Jesus is asking here a little bit, like, is the circle of your love too small? Have you made it just so it's this equation where only those people who somehow are on the right side of the ledger somehow are the ones who are deserving of your love? That clearly was not what Jesus was after. He's asking us to expand it. He's asking us to think about it. He's asking us to maybe not count for a little bit. And and obviously people count. We're talking about physically counting here, not to measure things. So, so folks, I, I hope that I hope I'm able to get that come across. I'm tripping over my words here a little bit this morning, but it's really saying, if I was to summarize it, how can we all move beyond a scorekeeping mentality? Who's in and who's out? And how can we ask? How can our love of other people be more expansive? Swedenborg calls that degrees of the neighbor. He said, you know, you have this core, but then you need to keep on bumping it out degrees. And he's taking taking that idea out of Jesus's words here, I believe. And that's that's the same for what we can do. So, so folks, where can love make room for something broader for you, broader for you this this week ahead? And just just think about that and imagine what that might might be able to look at. So that's the thought for today, folks. God doesn't count. Neither, <laughs> neither should we. And uh, yeah, and I hope we can live that a little bit into the, this week with these five questions that end up being pretty. They really get your mind going. They really get things things spinning, which is which is certainly fun. So with that, friends, what we're going to do now is now we're going to do a little little meditation. After the meditation, we're going to do a little prayer. After 
the prayer. We'll do a little blessing, and then we will hop on our Facebook Live, New Church Live Facebook Live page to to just have a little conversation with people. Again, and most folks watch this archived. If you're watching for the first time and you're catching up on some, feel free to leave a comment, and I certainly will do my best to get to it at some point in time. So, friends, let's first off, let's all get a big breath. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am. Be still and know that. Be still and know. Be still and be still. Be. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you bring you peace, and bring you home. Amen. And to that, folks, I want to do a last invite for you here, which is a super fun one that Martha teed up for me right there. So the good kind of counting is around blessings, gratitude, all that kind of stuff. So we now have posted our book. Our book club for the winter is called A Thousand Gifts or A Thousand Blessings. I always get those two reversed, whether it's A Thousand Gifts or A Thousand Blessings. Anyways, if that interests you, go to our homepage right now and you can enroll for it and we will send you a free book. The book is by Ann Voskamp, one of my favoritest books, and it's talking about counting blessings and it's a good kind of counting. So if that interests you at all, you know, please go ahead and do that. That would, that would, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. It's really, these book clubs are a lot of fun. We get a lot of people from all over the country who do them, which is, which is all good. All right, dear friends, take care. Have a great day, not counting, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.